Welcome back to another episode of VHS Files presents the Horror Section. This podcast contains spoilers, adult content, and harsh language. Listener discretion is advised. Now your hosts, Josh and Jason. Enjoy the horror. music on this no i'm a special guest <laughs> yeah he likes to feel special i mean he's special all right i'm a very special guest well, welcome back to the vhs files presents the horror section where we go back in time pick a movie off the horror shelves and watch it and find the almost famous a bigger quote and the good the bad and the ugly in our favorite horror movies tonight we're doing a movie that jason picked well, we're going to get right into it tonight. Tonight we are talking Dog Soldiers. The movie of the week. There are some places you really shouldn't go. Oh, shit. Those things out there are real. Of it. This is no ordinary enemy. I don't scare that easy. You may never get another night's sleep as long as you live. You know what lives in the shadows now. From 2002, directed by Neil Marshall. This was his directorial debut, and then he would go on to do The Descent, Doomsday, Centurion, and the newest Hellboy, which apparently was a. But I haven't seen it, so I can't judge. Uh, this was released May 10th, 2002, but not in theaters. This was released straight to the Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> I, I was going to ask because... Oh, sorry, Jay? Actually, he's wrong. It was released, released in theaters in the UK, Overseas. not in America. But it was released in theaters. It ain't all about us over here in the it United States uh, of America. It didn't happen here unless it was on the Sci-Fi Channel. Listen, yep. so... So it it felt that way. I this is my first watch, I will say. And, oh, no. it, and and listen, I'm not that's not like a total criticism. Like there's some some British stuff that I've watched that kind of feels a little on the cheaper side. That, this movie definitely feels British. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, this feels like a, you know, BBC show or something. It 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 feels a little like television, right. particularly the first half picks up at the end but I, yeah i mean also we should mention i i had to watch this on youtube yeah there was a it's been streaming like i think it's it's been on amazon in the past and maybe even netflix at some point but at the point in time we decided to watch this for the show wasn't available streaming anywhere i was lucky enough to have the blu-ray the scream factory yeah, collector's edition blu-ray. <laughs> with the better with the better transfer no, I will go ahead and tell you that right now. The transfer on this Blu-ray is terrible. Oh, it, well. uh, it was looks this like, shot digitally or? I don't know. I didn't look that up, but um, it definitely still looks bad, even though it's a yeah. Blu-ray. It's hard for me to tell. I mean, it's in that 2002 area where it could uh -huh. definitely be like a digital thing, but it was hard. I mean, the YouTube quality was complete ass. Well, oh, yeah. 
I will go ahead and tell you the Blu-ray is probably not a whole lot different. I was just watching the YouTube <laughs> version a little bit before we started here. And I mean, it's really kind of on par. I mean, of course, it's going to, you know, downgrade a little bit being that you're watching it on the Internet. But I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe my connection was bad because my this shit was had artifacts everywhere. It looked terrible. I yeah. mean, it, it was really pretty bad. Uh, it, it isn't that bad if you've watched it like on Sci-Fi Channel. I mean, I that if we're going to jump in and talk about the movie, I mean, I watched this when it debuted on Sci-Fi Channel. Because uh, it's a werewolf movie, of course. And I sure. used to love sci-fi channels, especially around Halloween and stuff like that. They have some of the great movies. But uh, it still looked that way. I mean, not like the artifacts. like Because I did. I watched it off of YouTube also, Eric. So, And yeah. I noticed that the quality was bad. But mine wasn't. I didn't have a bunch of artifacts. Mine just I noticed that you got a lot of when the dark scenes kicked in, it was really dark. Right. And I don't remember it being that way i mean i've seen this movie several times and there were lighter sections and there's there, so. just, that's got to be just the youtube yeah quality, i think it, i think it was, it was just... but uh like but like josh is saying i mean i'd read that on the blu-ray transfer that they tried to make it better because i mean even neil marshall had mentioned you know it's basically it's his first movie I mean, think back to anybody's first movie unless you got a huge budget it looks like you kind of shot it with your buddies with a little bit better quality, you know? Well, I mean, this thing had a moderate budget. I had $2.3 million. So, I mean, it had a little bit of a budget I, to it. That's 2.3 pounds, million pounds. You're, see, look, you're always talking about it wasn't released in the U.S. And you're, see, look there. All it's right. all about the United States over here, Josh. Well, the next <laughs> shitty, the next shitty movie you pick, you can do all the information for it. How about that, buddy? <laughs> okay, but it was 3.4 million U.S. So there you go. I, I got the conversion for you. Okay, 3.4 million. So and, and it ended up making 10.3. So I mean, not a failure by any means, which is weird considering it didn't have a theatrical release in the in the U.S. Yeah. Well, small investment, you know. But I mean, this was released around the same time as Resident Evil, Cube Two, Hypercube, Bubba Hotep, and the spectacular Halloween Resurrection, which I just watched recently. Oh God, it's it's for <sighs> research. It was not it was not by uh, entertainment choice. But does anybody know what the top grossing film of that year was? Horror film. I'm sorry. Top grossing horror film of 2002. You do not get to use Google, Eric. I'm not good. At, I'm not good at this. So no, I don't know. I don't 2002. No. I'll idea. give you. No I'll idea. give you a hint. VHS tape. Oh, The Ring. Yeah. 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 Oh. oh, okay. I did it. Yep. The Ring, the highest grossing horror movie of 2002, 127 million dollars. Yeah. But all right, Jason, this was your pick. You've already kind of started talking about your first watch of this. Go ahead and get into it. Tell us about your love for dog soldiers and what you thought about it this time. Well, I mean, it's not like love dog soldiers like I love Halloween. No, I you love, love this movie. You love it. Oh, you, no. You, no. You, you will not shut up about I want to show the dog soldiers. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't think I've ever said that. It was mostly, uh, can we do any other werewolf movies? I threw Bad Moon out there, and amongst all these other werewolf movies, this is the one we agreed on. <laughs> so, But uh, I do like Dog Soldiers. I, I Like I said, I saw this on the Sci-Fi channel when it came out. Uh, I liked that it kind of had uh, a little different feel than your normal. I mean, everything else was, you know, the gothic werewolf-type movies or something mm -hmm. like that, or and then we ended up getting, you know... Um, the underworld movies with the vampires and world, but I like how this kind of to me think about how like Dust to Dawn, where it's a different movie that involves werewolves, where that involved vampires, right? Like you didn't know that that was going to happen, 
until after a certain time in the movie. Uh, so I thought it was a cool take on that. I mean, it's like an action movie with werewolves. It's kind of campy, and but then there's some drama here and there. It's a little touching moments, but it's it's not a bad movie. It just wasn't like Eric said, and I do agree that the quality of the the end product on TV or Blu-ray isn't that great. But I kind of liked it. It had that grainy old school feeling to it. So it's not that big of a detractor to me that it looks grainy and whatnot. Now watching it on yeah. YouTube and having some pretty bad quality is one thing. I mean, but still, like you kind of have no choice watching it with the Blu-ray here as well because it is still super grainy in the transfer and and all of that jazz. But that doesn't really deter from the movie for me all that much. Uh, no. Eric, you, you know, first watch. Uh, tell me what you what you thought. Your initial impression of Dog Soldier. Yeah, first watch. Um, I would say when this thing started out, I was I was licking my chops for lack of a better term because I was ready to just give Jason all kinds of shit for <laughs> I was like this feels like direct to TV direct to video well it was in a sense crap <laughs> yeah but I mean I'm describing it in a bad way not everything direct to video is bad but I it, it, I was like this feels cheap this is not but that third act really picks up and I like a lot in that third act uh I still have some quibbles but overall it was fun yeah, I mean, my I had not seen this movie. I didn't see it when it first originally came out. I think I only watched it maybe once before I had purchased the Blu-ray. Uh, and I, I got the Blu-ray a few years ago, um, when I think when it first came out on Scream Factory. And that's when I gave it a rewatch, and I, I didn't remember that it was a real grainy transfer, or, or at least that it was a pretty grainy picture. It really kind of reminds me of 28 Days Later. And it's kind of yes. in the well, same... Well, that's shot digitally as well, so... Right. And it's around the same time. I bet this is shot digitally. I would, I would guess. I not. Uh, I mean, I watch it on YouTube, so it's hard for me to really tell. But I, right. it seems like it would be. But, but um, uh, there's a there's a poster for. Well, I think this is the original DVD release. The cover of it says Jaws, Aliens, and Predator with a werewolf <laughs> twist. And honestly, that's the most. That's the best kind of description you could have gave this movie because there are hints of Jaws, there's hints of Aliens, there's hints of Predator. I mean, it's just like... I, I don't know about Jaws. I, I can certainly see Predator and Aliens, but I, I don't know about Jaws as much well, other than they're being hunted by something. Where's the Jaws? When the boys are deployed and they're camping for the night and they're all sitting around the fire and Wells tells that story about his friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. has a very quint telling his story about the Indianapolis feel to it. Sure. So, and, and that's, that's really the most where I saw jaws in this. And I, and I even made a note about it, but yeah, I mean, aliens, cause you know, with the, with the, with the military team and sure. honestly, like even for this small budget movie, I feel like the team of soldiers works really well off of each other. Yeah. I mean, a group of guys similar to predators, similar to aliens, mm -hmm you know, being outmatched, just trying to survive, getting picked off one by one. That that alien spreader makes a lot of sense. But I mean when you when you open up with this movie, we open on two campers out in the middle of the woods. You know, this opens on, you know, not well known actors. It doesn't look all that good. And then, you know, you get you get this attack on their campsite. And honestly it looks really cheap, but I think this opening scene is pretty effective. I like that you get their, you know, POV from inside the tent and you see the zipper start coming up on the tent. And then you get that blood splatter when they reach in and grab the girl. I think that's pretty good. And it's a good tone to set for the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I mean, you even get a, a little 
humor right there too because they're making out and he reaches down to unzip her pants mm-hmm. and you hear that <laughs> zipper but then you realize he stops and you still hear zip 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 zip, zip. Yeah. and then you cut to seeing the zipper open on the tent dude that's that was great the first yeah it's funny that the werewolf would open the zipper and not just slash open the tent right <laughs> i mean they've torn everything up but they don't they don't <laughs> i guess they do try to open the door later but most yeah. of the time they just slash through things but there isn't a lot of humor in this movie. Uh, well, yeah, well, you I say that. Maybe, maybe another I watch. Maybe, I, I ma- maybe another watch. You might pick it out a little bit more. Yeah, but there's a little more. I watched it with Jenny the other night, and she was laughing throughout the entire thing. <laughs> just, just at some of the ridiculous shit some of the soldiers say, and how some of yeah. the some of the situations go down. I want to know. Can we go back and count how many times they say bollocks? during this movie <laughs> well that's the that's the other thing i was going to get to is it helps to watch this movie with subtitles on and me getting up there in age anyway i like i just I, i'm hard of hearing anyway at this point so i turn the subtitles on for most stuff now and it drives jenny crazy because she doesn't like to read movies but sometimes <laughs> uh, yeah who wants to read a movie <laughs> But sometimes when I'm watching something and I, and I and I have trouble hearing what's going on on screen or I can't make out the dialogue very well, it definitely helps having the subtitles there. And it really helped me with this movie and understanding who some people were, what they were saying, you know, the the the, the British slang and their yeah, uh, like accent and everything. Yeah, all, all all of that in this makes it a little difficult to understand at times. And I will also say I watched this movie about four times. And in preparation for doing the podcast, you are well, something else. Well, I mean, you could tell, like, when like they're talking like this, like it's the people of the UK going to watch this. They did not clean it up for us well, to understand yeah, what they're, they're saying. Yeah, so, they're, and I kind of like would that. They? Yeah, yeah, I like it that way. No, and, I mean, I'm not, you know, dogging it for that. <laughs> dogging. <laughs> I'm not. Not dogging it for that. I'm just saying it is difficult for me to understand because of, of the, the the way their speech is. So having a little help in that department definitely made this. I guess I watch me. like a ton of BBC stuff. Yeah, and Channel Four stuff. I'm just used to that stuff. It wasn't really an issue for me. But also watching it a few times, I was able to pick up on some of the the time jumps and whatnot that happen here because we start with the with the campers. Mm-hmm. at the campsite and then it's two hours earlier in a different location yeah not not the woods that the campers are in which nope. was a little difficult for me to to grab onto the first time i watched it and then you know we get this training exercise with who's going to be our main guy here uh cooper and um lieutenant what's his name Jason? no it's uh captain ryan who is a familiar, a familiar face that we'll be talking about here in a little while. I was always under the impression the first few times I watched this that this was all happening in the same woods. But no, it's it's a completely different location, different time. You've got Scotland, then yeah. they go to North Wales, and then they're back through the woods mm-hmm. four weeks later. The layout of the timeline was a little confusing to me the first couple of times I watched this, I will admit. Now, can we just go ahead and talk about why Captain Ryan's a dick at the beginning of this movie? Uh, you mean five minutes in when he blows a dog away automatically gets cooper on your side because he's like no i you know i i love the conversation that ryan has with him and he's like i didn't say i wouldn't shoot a dog i'm not going to shoot that dog because it didn't do anything when we finally like we go from there and we go over to the four weeks later and we're getting into these guys getting off the helicopter i actually read something about that that's actually one of the only shots that they actually shot in scotland Mm -hmm. one of the first things that stuck out to me uh 
is the Sergeant Wells, which at the time I didn't know who he was. Right. But later I really got into this uh, show Gotham and that guy went on to play Alfred Pennyworth uh, in Gotham. I never watched Gotham. I mean, I know him. Dude, and I loved him in that, but when I saw him in that, I went dog soldier guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first place I realized that's where he was from. And he did a great job and he's almost kind of like the same character. Alfred's former English military. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bam. Hey, what if, what if <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that maybe later, but I, I like, we get this and we see that Connor's there. So now we know where Connor remember. Cause when he wouldn't shoot the dog, he said, you just go back to your squad. We don't want you. You don't have the balls to do this, blah, blah, blah. And then we find out that's his squad. Uh, so we get Connor is back and we get to I meet thought it was Cooper. Squad. Do you have the name Cooper, right? Cooper. Cooper. Why, why am I it saying Connor Cooper. Cooper, Cooper, sorry. We're not watching Highlander. Ah, that's why. Thank you for figuring out why. Fucking dumpster fire of a movie right there. Connor McLeod. If you want to hear my thoughts on Highlander, check out Not a Bomb podcast. That's all I'll say. But <laughs> no one it, wants to hear your thoughts on Highlander. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? This scene with them getting everything going, they're doing a training exercise, and you know they, they end up camping out for the night, and I already mentioned the story that Wells tells. But, I mean, he's talking mm-hmm. about a friend of his that, you, that he saw, you know, get blown up or get his guts ripped out, and I think that's kind of ironic considering what happens to him here in the next few minutes. <laughs> yeah, he says he's, right. he's, he stepped on an anti-taint mine. Foreshadowing. We call it foreshadowing yeah. here in the movie biz. Oh, is that Just what it's called? Bit. Yeah. Oh, thanks for that there. You're welcome. Roger Ebert. (laughs) (laughs) He needs to have his own little show there with some guy doing thumbs up, thumbs down. You can be my thumbs up guy. No. Put my thumb somewhere. Thumbs up. (laughs) Put my thumbs up somewhere. I'm just putting my foot in my mouth. A cow falls on there, interrupts their story. Dude, yeah. I mean, out of nowhere. That kind of comes out of nowhere, yeah. It's like, I honestly and truly, I thought it was the guys that they were fighting playing a prank on them. Mm. Like, because they were supposed to be finding another squad. Right. Their exercise, yeah. I thought it was like a joke because you know that they're firing blanks. It's just a war games exercise type thing. So it's not real. I thought that somebody just threw the the cow down on them at yeah, first. I, mean, I think that's what they they thought as well i would have thought that had it been a dog or a goat or something like that but this is a giant fucking cow like i think it would be tough for a, even a group of soldiers to, to fucking hunk a big ass cow off a of goddamn jason have you ever scared a cow off a cliff you live in texas you guys got cliffs over there you ever thrown a cow off a cliff dude we do that every every third thursday man yeah right see it's normal <laughs> Go cow tipping, but that's about it. Well, this no, cow was already annihilated, so, I mean, it was dead already. They had to have picked it up. That's all I'm saying. But, I mean, then when uh, Cooper says that, you know, he starts to analyze it, and he says, hey, man, this thing has puncture marks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I teach in this when you go, oh, okay, we're watching a werewolf movie. Are, is this our werewolves? Yeah. But the thing is, uh, I don't know. This is where I kind of had a problem with some of this right here. Uh, after watching it when you get older I mean, you enjoy the movie when you're younger watching it but like when we're doing podcasts and we're trying to talk about the things that we love and hate about some of these but why didn't the werewolves just annihilate them right now if they're just, if they're throwing fucking dead cows on them i have some other l- logic questions like that too uh you know why not just immediately attack them and kill them why does megan even get them and bring them back to the house why don't they just eat them all there i don't why does she do that for so long the the, the reveal doesn't make sense to me. I and you know, I, I know we just started. I don't want to talk about the end just yet, yeah. but why, why couldn't Neil Marshall's first feature be a 20 minute short? 
<laughs> so I mean, bam, it's just, done. I, just some motivations. Here. Well, I mean, really, I mean, yes. In in retrospect, looking at it now, yeah, they could have uh, attacked them at their camp and took everybody out and <clears throat> movie movie over. But you know, we've got to entertain people for an hour and a half. Yeah. And uh, you know, if they're throwing it off of a cliff, maybe they're maybe it wasn't logistical for them to to attack them at that point in time. Maybe they did mm-hmm. want to scare them out of their little hole and get them out into the open where they could attack them easier. But why does Megan rescue them? That's what we're going to have to get to eventually in this one, because, you know, she's she's coming up shortly. But, yes, there is a character here by the name of Megan that kind of throws everything for a loop when you really start to think about all the events that happen here. But I have an idea of there. I'm going to I'm going to get Eric on this one. Mm. Please. When we get to it, I think I might be able to solve that problem for him. I do love at the camp and whatnot. They're telling their stories. You're getting a good feel of who these guys are as soldiers and having a little bit of personality given to them. You've got the mm-hmm. one guy who's really into football. You know, he he's pissed off because he's having to do a training exercise and the game of his life is on TV right now and he can't get the score and it's driving yeah. him crazy. It's England and Germany. And he was like, dude, this is the, you know, and they don't call it football. It's the footy. The footy yeah, is the on. Footy. <laughs> the footy. Yeah, it's not a game, it's a match. And yeah, one of the soldiers, match. I don't know if it's the guy who's into football, but um, one of the soldiers' names is Bruce Campbell after yeah. the is Bruce it? Campbell. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. They said there are a reference in here, but two different movies, and that's well, their reference for Evil Dead. Neil Marshall actually went on record and was like, there are so many homages to so many different movies in here. I'm a little well, embarrassed. I picked up on one. <laughs> but this is also where things got a little mucked up for me, is, you know, you've got Ryan... Captain Ryan there. Scoping well, Ryan out. says later that he used them as bait. Right. Right? But right. Well, there's a lot that unfolds later that kind of ex- explains all of that. Right. But if Ryan was using them for bait to try to get the wolves to attack them, and maybe Ryan pushed the cow off the cliff to kind of like draw them, draw the wolves to the guys. I don't know. I'm just trying to understand. Like, they kind of had this big reveal at the end. Mm-hmm. And you know you get a reveal from Ryan, and then you get another reveal from Megan, and it doesn't all add up to me. And maybe I'm just missing it. I've only seen it once, so yeah. just got to work all this out. And the thing is, with Captain Ryan, he's there. Uh, he gets attacked. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there looking. I mean, he's got freaking night vision, and he knows he's already got, I think, a knife out or something like that. He knows that something is there watching him. And then all of a sudden, you you just see the black and white wolf vision. Yeah. Wolf vision. It, it comes up on him. He hollers and you see blood splatter. Which I find it weird that we don't see any of his team taken out. We just see the, just, we just see him get attacked, which is kind of, kind of weird in my opinion. I think I would have liked to have seen that. That would have been pretty cool. Been pretty gruesome. I just don't understand what his plan was. I, I, I guess he was trying to use them as bait so that he, his team could kill the werewolves or capture a werewolf. Okay? Right. So like, that's what he said. Mm-hmm. After the after the cow ends up on their camp, they get up the next morning and decide that they're going to make, you know, they're going to follow the trails. You know, Wells even says it. He's like, I'm I'm fucking curious. I want to see where the hell this came from. And that's when they find Ryan's camp. And that's when they when the wolf attack happens. I really like this first attack here because it kind of throws you right into the midst of things. I think it's a very good choice that they made to keep the wolves off camera as much as possible. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. All you do is get the like. Even through the wood part where you get the heavily wooded part, you kind of get a glimpse. But even when they're in the open woods, all you see is a shadow of this gliding figure. Right. right. Like we've said before in, in, in our podcast, lights and smoke. We got a lot yes. of lights and smoke here. Yep. 
literally. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it works. for a while in this film, I, you know, it does work. I'm, I I like light and smoke. But for a while in this movie, I was like, because you know, you know how like TV movies when they when they have to cut corners, sometimes that's all you ever get is light and smoke. So I was happy yeah. that eventually we do get things do oh. open up. You know, oh right? yeah. Well, that is one thing I will say. I mean, and we we get our first glimpse of the wolves here, and honestly, I think this is one of the better werewolf designs I've seen in a werewolf movie. Oh, I totally um, agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, they I look d- good. I do think it's a little. Um, I, you know, I would have loved to have seen a transformation, but they mm-hmm. never go into that here. And you can tell that, that the budget affected that, but mm-hmm. I love the design of the wolf here. I love that they're, they're towering. Like the, you know, there's a great shot when they're in the house coming up later, when one of them stands oh. up in one of the rooms and you get Touch a really good sense of scale of how big these damn things are. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, uh, you know, I think they're, the, the features of the face of these wolves look very dog-like, whereas sometimes in werewolf movies, they can look really bad in the or face. Or just look like a, a person with, with yeah. a beard and sharp teeth or something. But yeah, they look like wolves. Bodies are hu- are humanoid. You right, know? yeah. Like a real yeah. werewolf, which is a human and a wolf hybrid. Right, right. Yeah. But I, I like that you get rare glimpses of it here, and especially <clears throat> like they decide to show you glimpses of it in the daylight here. Um, I thought that was a good choice as well because, and that even goes to show how good the design is of the wolves here because even in the daylight shots, when you get those glimpses of them, A, it's fast enough glimpses, uh, glances to where you don't see the flaws in it, but they still look good in the light. They don't have to have the dark cover them up. You know, you can you can have good shots of them without all of that. Yeah, because, I mean, you get the first interaction, like when you see the face of one is when we get to where Megan picks them up and you see the one with his face at the back window and then the hand comes through the roof mm-hmm. and that is dude i mean even for an arm that looks great i yeah. mean even on even on youtube still and i love how he just shoves the knife right through the freaking arm and just the blood starts pouring out i i, I think this i like the special effects in this movie yeah this the effects are good overall yeah i agree but i i, I do want to talk about the dude who runs into the tree limb because <laughs> he he was not running fast enough to be impaled <laughs> as far as he is on the tree limb. Because <laughs> like dude, he's, he's like two foot down to yeah. the tree. You know, but, I thought that too, and then it made me think of uh Tucker and Dale. Because right. a kid runs into a, a yeah. spike tree limb in that too. Uh-huh. Although I think that was a, a sharper tree limb, but yeah. Yeah, that doesn't totally make Dude, sense. That tree limb was like four or five inches round, <laughs> and it just goes right through him like a freaking knife. Yeah, I think I think that tree limb was long and blunt enough to where if he would have ran into it, it would just gave him a nice bruise on the chest. Right, he would have just been like, he would just bounced off of it. It, yeah. it probably would have peeled a couple layers of skin off. Especially with their like, military gear on. You know, yeah. It's not like he had like a t-shirt on. He but he makes wearing, a choice. Like, he makes a choice, too, because you're, you're only getting the POV of the wolf when they're chasing him. And, you know, they've, they've picked up, and we have to say in the beginning, when they're, when they initially get into the woods and whatnot, they're doing a training exercise. They're using blanks. They're not using live rounds. When they find um, this camp that's been taken out by the wolves, they actually get live ammo. He makes the choice to throw the gun away when the wolf is pr- pursuing him. Well, did you notice that? Yeah, well, he did because he tried to pull the trigger like five times and it would not fire. You know, a firing pin could have been broken or something like that, and it would not fire. So that's why he just throws it. He's like, fuck it. 
Yeah, I, I was just a little taken aback because it seemed like he just was like, fuck this and throws the gun down and doesn't even attempt to use it. But he's the smartest guy in the movie. He's like, oh, guns don't work on these guys. Let me just run into a tree. <laughs> Th- this this wolf attacks uh, Wells and Cooper comes up and finds him with his guts hanging out. And I, I love the exchange there, too. So my guts are out. Well, we're going to put them back in. <laughs> they won't fit. They'll yeah. fit. <laughs> They'll fit. But yeah, I mean, the wolf is charging them as that's happening too, and they're oh, they're just emptying clips into the wolf. If the wolves aren't affected by these gunshots, well, I'd, it slows I, them down a little bit. But yeah, if there is, if there is a big group of them, I again logistically, like why wouldn't they just swarm on them? I, I don't know. It, it, it's a few things here don't really make a whole lot of sense. I need Jason to tell me why Megan saves the soldiers in nope. the woods. Not till we get to the end where this we is some find crazy out. bullshit <laughs> and eat our human stew. <laughs> you picked up on that, huh? <laughs> Tastes like pork. Yeah. It's like pork throws up five minutes later. And you know, so after this ambush, they're picked up by a girl in the woods, She's just driving through the woods. They find this girl. She gets them, takes them to this house. It's, very Red Riding Hood, <laughs> yes. which which they make reference no, Goldie to. Locks. Yeah, Goldilocks. Yeah, Goldilocks. Goldilocks. Red Riding well, Hood. Well, I guess both with it. the wolves, but yeah. yeah. Anything with the wolves. Yeah, they barricade themselves in from the wolves that are blowing the house down. You know, they literally blow the house <laughs> down at the end. So it's a little on the nose they get here with the with the wolf fairy tales. That's the that's the three little pigs though. I just gotta. Let's it, get our shit straight here. Well, we? yeah, it's well, I mean, the movie doesn't even make sense out of all of it. They reference <laughs> all of that stuff. But, you know, it's it's a combination of all these different wolf fairy tales. Yeah. OK. I mean, Goldilocks is bears, but yeah, well, but let's say move Goldilocks on. is bears. Josh, come on, get your shit right. Josh. Hey, they're the <laughs> ones who said it, not me. <laughs> she picks them up, takes them home. They get back to the barn because they said there's her house is 50 kilometers away where she's staying. So that's the next house away. So she takes them to this farm here. To, that's the only place they know of. She said, I don't think anybody's here. They bust in the door. They go ahead and start making camp. Uh, the wolves show up, start trying to knock it. They, they kind of board up everything really quick, too. I mean, these guys, well, I mean, they're military. They kind of yeah. know what they need to do. I mean, I mm-hmm. mean, they're like, bam, let's do this, this, let's do this, let's do this. Well, that's another uh, thing that's really cool here is how Cooper takes charge after Wells has been, you know, injured. And he really just starts giving the orders to everybody. He takes charge. You know, I don't know if he was the, you know, uh, what he was to the sergeant here, but he definitely steps up and takes charge and starts letting people know what they need to be doing throughout the house, you know, prepping everything Mm up. Um, But yes, I do love that you noticed that they're eating the stew there and they, it's never blatantly said, but they're eating human stew. Well, the one guy is. Yeah. I, I don't know who else eats it. The one guy eats it. You know, it makes him sick. I really like that it's a, a drop line there. It, oh, you, you know, I didn't even think about the fact that the guy threw up. Was yeah, that the yeah. same guy who was eating the stew? Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. He threw up on top of Captain Ryan's head. All right. All right. This is starting to come together a little bit better for me now. <laughs> the stew the stew sub subplot checks out. Well, I mean, you find the uh, you find the bodies in the house later right. too. They've like, got a cellar. They've yeah. got meat hanging in the cellar, and yeah. So uh, why weren't we in the cellar the whole time? Why did they try to lock down the entire house with all these windows? They didn't find the cellar in. until the last draw. Of course, there's a cellar. Every farmhouse in the UK would have a cellar. I mean, <laughs> we're we're you know Florida kids, but you know I. 
or or just barricade yourself in one room like it's too hard to try to you got like five guys or something you're trying to guard upstairs multiple windows multiple doors kitchen window all this stuff why not barricade in just one room i just you know it's it's a it's a minor quibble but right well there's there's a lot to that here because i mean they don't board up the windows right away they just kind of stand guard at the windows when the next ambush happens that's straight where they go is for the windows it's like i don't know there's again there's little things about this that don't really add up too well but i'm still having a fun time watching it at least at this point in the film i'm not really having fun yet i i will have fun but by by this point in the film we've made it to the farmhouse there's a lot of infighting and arguing. People are freaking out. We're having these back and forth with Ryan and he's being all coy about shit. I mm-hmm. don't know. Like I, at this point, I'm still not in the movie. I'm still like, this is boring. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. I was into it as soon as the werewolf showed up. So <laughs> when the werewolf show up to me, that's it just keeps going from there. And then we get all the other little, you just keep climaxing uh, repeatedly. Yes. I keep climaxing the next hour. <laughs> <over it. laughs> Captain uh, Ryan, I mean, again, I mean, how many of these movies have we seen, Josh? You, you kind of see him. He's sitting in the corner like this. He keeps giving these looks. You know there's something up with this guy. Yep. You know something isn't right. Well, not even the fact that, you know, we know something's up with him because he obviously knows more than he's leading on to. He even says, you know, when they find him in the woods, he's like, there was only supposed to be one, you know. and But he well, also was attacked, and now he's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that bothers me in films too, where somebody clearly knows something and they kind of let it go for a while before they really like buckled down and try to get answers out of them. Like they let it go. Like he clearly, like you say, he said there should only be one. There's only supposed to be one. He's being all like smartassy and not answering questions. Like they need answers, and clearly this man knows what's going on. Like, yeah, I, I, I would ex- like. There's just they, they allow that to go on longer than it seems like but the thing is this guy shoots dogs he's a dick he doesn't have to answer their questions he's a fucking asshole well Well, (laughs) that's why you tie him down and and you know poke him with a hot stick bamboo (laughs) under his fingernails something listen i'm i don't like torture but they're in a tough situation they do this job of establishing this history with cooper and ryan and cooper knows that he's just a complete asshole and you're not going to get the information you need out of him he's just sort of throwing it by the wayside because he's got this this experience that he's had with him so he's like fuck this guy he's he's if he's not here for us we're not here for him he even says that later cooper again is not even believing what's going on here megan is telling him there are werewolves here and he's He's a zoologist yeah yeah i mean and nobody wants to hear what anybody's saying so why would ryan even want to go into telling them because they're not listening to reason anyway they're just being soldiers and doing the whole us against them they're just like they're still convinced it's just a madman that uh, hasn't had a haircut or trimmed his nails right that's kind of what they say at some point, you know, and that's what they're going because I mean, in a sense, you know, in our reality, these things don't exist. So in our mind, we're going to find reasons to make why they would, which is yeah, I mean, not I, really where they're, the they're just deranged lunatics. Yeah, I agree with Eric. I, I get their denial, but still, even as much of a realist as I am, if I saw a giant walking dog attack me, <laughs> I, I would probably kind of kind of believe what this girl is saying. Whether you believe in werewolves or not. Right. It's like, well, I did I did see something. <laughs> you at least need to 
get answers out of Ryan right away. Right. But once they get there, it doesn't take these werewolves long to shred this Land Rover that the girl picked them up in, which is weird because we don't hear them tear this truck up. Did you notice that? Also, it's her truck. Yeah. Why does she bring them here and let the wolves just destroy the house? The guys destroy the house, the battle in the house. They destroy her truck like Eric. Leave it Jason, alone. answer Leave the question. It alone. You got some big answer. <laughs> Let me have it. No. You know what? I I get the feeling that the the answer that Eric's going to get to this question is not going to be satisfactory to no, It probably is not, I, but I'm going to. You're 100% right, Josh. It is not going to be worth the wait. Let me tell you right now. Oh, no. I'm going to make you wait because we're not there yet. Until then, we're going to go here. Almost famous. I know that, dude. I don't know them. I know her. You, haven't you ever heard of that guy? What, what, that guy who was in that movie that was out last year. I'm sort of famous for being almost famous. Well, I mean, you already brought up uh, Sean Pertwee. Is that how you say Pertwee. his name? Yeah, they, from, uh, from Gotham. That was that was one of the first ones I wrote down. But yep. the most obvious one here is Captain Ryan, William yeah. Cunningham. Liam Cunningham. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Game of Thrones guy. Yeah, Davos Game from of Game of Thrones. Yeah. He was as also well as in, a number of other things. Yeah, yeah. dude, uh, he he's the voice of Man in Arms in the new uh, Masters of the Universe. It's pretty dope. I did not know that. It actually took me a long time to realize it was him too, because he doesn't I, have I, that I, awesome beard. In the yeah, he's just <laughs> and he's got all of his fingers. <laughs> but the other guy I had just as a secondary is I got uh, Private Cooper, Kevin. Was it McKeel? McKid? I can't remember. My McKid, yeah. yeah, McKid, yeah. But the reason I have him is not because he was in Hannibal Rising. He played Poseidon in the Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief movie. He was train his, spotting. Uh, I have him that too. But the thing I have him for, come on, Josh. Did you really look at other things he did? I I mainly know him from Train Spotting. Dude, one of my favorite animated DC movies, Justice League Flashpoint. He is the voice of Thomas Wayne Batman. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a Jason thing. Dude, that's, hey, that's, I, that's great. I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've watched Flashpoint. I mean, like I said, DC movie movies, dumpster fire. They're animated movies. They're on point. Yeah, I, I agree. He was also on Grey's Anatomy for quite a while. Oh, yeah. I'm about to yeah. say, yeah, he was on Grey's Anatomy for a long time. But, yeah, I would have to concur your Games of Thrones guy. If you go through the rest of the cast, not very many people did anything, but a lot of them were in that Doomsday movie. Oh, yeah. A lot of them yeah, yeah. don't even have photos yeah. on IMDb, <laughs> so it's kind of difficult to go, oh, yeah, I know that guy, because they don't. they're all just, they don't even have photos. Oh, you mean the guy that plays Spoon? He's not a well-known actor? <laughs> Do you know who was originally cast to play Spoon? Spoon? No, I don't know. Oh, you don't? I figured you would. No. Kevin Hart. <laughs> uh, no, that's who we should have went. No, uh, Simon Pegg. Ah, that's interesting. I did not know that he was picked for that role. I did read that Simon Pegg was offered yeah. a role for this, but he had made a promise to Edgar, Edgar Wright. Wright to be in that Shaun is, of the Dead. He said that Which was... He, is that the same year or close? Close. Close, right? Early 2000s. I think Shaun of the Dead was a little later. I think it was like 05 or 06, something like that. Jason Statham was supposed to be in this, but he gave that up to go do the other dumpster fire of a movie, Ghost of Mars. <laughs> 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 
Well, let me see. Work with a legend like John Carpenter or go do this uh, independent film from a guy who hasn't directed anything. I'd probably go do Ghost of Mars. I, I don't yeah, blame you. I Jason still Fate. would. I wouldn't even oh, change I would, my decision. I would still do it, but I'm just saying, the movie's compared. This, to me, this movie's way better. It is fun to look at <laughs> Jason Statham's like origins in British film. Yeah. Oh, kind yeah. Of, you know, kind of how far he's come and how much he's changed with what he's doing but yeah he's more of an american actor now than a british actor. <laughs> <laughs> well he's like an action star you know whereas right. a lot of his older stuff really wasn't like that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'll tell you what this is kind of off topic but like i didn't even realize that um that neil marshall was the director of uh the descent when right. I was watching this, I didn't even know who directed it. I just watched the movie. So like once we, and I finished the movie about 30 minutes before we recorded here. So <laughs> I pulled up IMDb like I usually do. So as a reference and I'm like, Neil Marshall. Okay. okay. Oh, descent. And that makes a lot of sense. It does. Like yeah. looking at the descent and watching this and a group and isolated and monsters and kind of the way it, crescendos at the end and mm -hmm. I, I, it's funny how understanding maybe where somebody's coming from kind of affects how you view the film because like i feel like i get dog soldiers quote unquote air quotes get it more after understanding that he did the descent <laughs> like it's like retroactively <laughs> making me like it more right because i love the descent so i mean the descent is fantastic yeah uh, he i mean i think this was definitely a trial run for the descent because there's a lot of similarities sure um but i ultimately i feel like and rightfully so i believe uh, the descent's a better movie oh yeah so oh, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, we were talking about all his directorial stuff. I mean, he actually did some uh, Game of Thrones episodes. Uh -huh. Constantine, Hannibal, the TV show, Westworld, Lo The Lost in Space. It's on Netflix or something, I believe. He's actually directed a lot of hmm. non-movie type stuff too. I didn't, hmm. I didn't, I didn't realize he had directed some Game of Thrones episodes. Yeah. Now I'm looking up uh, The Watchers on the Wall and Blackwater. I think those are actually both pretty big episodes. Pretty good episodes, so, if, yeah. If they're the ones I think they are, right? So that's pretty impressive, actually. Right. If that's the case. Mm -hmm. yep. yep. So that's what he's done, I think, recently. Like, I mean, I don't think he's done some movies, but I think of well, he's, that, he's filming he's a movie right now, apparently, called yeah. The Lair. And he well, just did The Reckoning in 2020. Yeah. And of course, Hellboy. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard anything but bad stuff about the new Hellboy. I haven't watched it. I own it. I haven't seen it. But. I'm I'm definitely going to be giving it a shot because I picked it up after seeing um, what's his name David Harbor in Black Widow. I was really impressed by his performance in Black Widow, so I was like, "Well, you know what? I'm going to give his Hellboy a try." So we'll see how okay. it goes. Well, this is what I'll tell you about Hellboy real quick. You know, we're on this since it's his movie. Uh, don't dog David Harbor for that movie. I think he did great playing, and that's where a lot of people is. You know, they're sticking with. Uh, oh my God! I just went stupid. Um, just the <laughs> yeah, just oh my god, who plays Hellboy normally? Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman. yes. I mean, that's where a lot of people ha have the hate is because of different Hellboys. You think they're you think they're they're being loyal to Ron Perlman, yeah, but and they probably didn't give the movie a chance. For that. Now, is the movie a good movie? No, but I think David Harbour did a good job of playing Hellboy as the character in the movie. I mean, but maybe the movie he did overall, yeah is not good so but i that's what I say don't hate on it 
and hate David Harbour for playing Hellboy, I think he made a great Hellboy. Yeah. If Ron Perlman couldn't do it, I think he did a great job. The movie just sucks. All right. Well, so, all right. moving on. Back to Dog Soldiers. Um, I I love this scene with Cooper and uh, Wells and Megan upstairs where they're trying to wrap him up. <laughs> And he's he's been drinking, and they get the Same super glue. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a little fun fact here is uh, the guy who plays Wells, Alfred, whatever his name is, um, he asked Neil Marshall since he was supposed to be drunk in the scene if he could have a few drinks before they filmed it, and apparently proceeded to get annihilated. <laughs> and Neil Marshall was like, "I didn't think it was such a bad thing, but." You know, we got a good performance. Out of it. Dude, but, that's what I have to say about uh, uh, Wells' acting here. Yeah, his pain of when he gets his guts ripped out and all this stuff. Dude, he does a great job. Because, you know, in most movies, it's like, oh, then eventually they're, they're not even hurting anymore. It's, oh, I'm over it. They push my... Dude, no, he's still in pain, and he's up there trying to push his guts back in. And that's uh, what I, mean, I really like about this scene is he really sells it on like, this dude, is painful. I don't want you to do this. Hurry up. I'm done. Like knock me out. Knock me yeah. out. Yeah. And I, I actually have a note that says he's, you know, and I, I'm sure you'll agree. He's the best performance in the film. Yeah. Dude, I mean, you agree. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he care, frankly, like he's not in it a lot. I know Cooper's really like the main guy, but like all the, the best, like, drama in this film is is wells yeah well i mean he is he is the top build here from what i see yep. as well so yeah he's um, top build but yeah i mean his performance is definitely the standout here uh coop sort of takes over and takes charge of the of the crew but i'm having a lot more fun watching wells here and not only was he drunk during this scene when they do the punch when he tells him to knock him out he does a stage punch the first time but then the actor who plays cooper didn't judge it properly and actually punched him in the nose the second time. <laughs> Give you a shot. I do like that when he punches him and then it, he doesn't knock him out and he sits back up and like yeah. you know wants another one. That's there's some good moments. I mean, this is where the I mean, you know, I would say after the first attack in the house, we get the first attack and it's a little, eh. but then things start to really pick up and I start to really start to pay attention to this movie more. Mm -hmm. It starts to grab me, you know, cause things are getting more dire. Uh, I still don't love all their plans. And I know that's like a horror thing. Like yeah. people in horror movies make mistakes. Sure. But like when you have a, a military, you know, when you have a, a, a squad, a team, <laughs> a military team of, of soldiers, I expect more solid logic from that generally. Well, right. Uh, like when you have a bunch of girls that are on a, on a spelunking trip and get in over their heads, it makes <laughs> sense when they get a little, when they make bad decisions. Right. Right. These guys are trained, but these guys yeah. are trained and, and, you know, sometimes they do the right thing. And sometimes I'm just like scratching my head. Like this does not make sense. Well, but I mean, they are trained, but they were on a training exercise. So mm -hmm. I'm wondering how much experience they really do have. And if they really well, are Wells just, is, is well trained, clearly and Cooper, but he's incapacitated for most of this. Cooper's the one taking charge. He's still kind of yeah. fresh out of the training. I don't know if he's fresh out of the training. Do we do we establish that? 
No, they were trying to recruit him to special ops, so obviously he had skills because he yeah, evaded he must capture be for good 22 hours or something. The, the, the secret special ops mission that yeah. no one – they wanted him, you know, on there. He's not just fresh out of boot camp. I mean yeah. – Well, again, that's all. I mean, he's also the one taking charge now that the sergeant is incapacitated. It's the other guys. And I don't agree with all of his decision-making, Josh, is what okay. I'm saying. that's fine. Okay. Listen, I'm not military. I, I, I am a civilian. But I've watched a lot of movies, Josh. Okay, and I know my shit. And he slept at a Holiday Inn Express last night, yeah, so he knows what he's talking what? about. You got you got eight foot werewolves outside. You got Yao Ming in in a, in a wolf costume outside. You you better <laughs> you better block up everything. You get into that middle room. You wait for daylight. You wait for daylight. Push the, the the China cabinet. Cover that window. I'll like. Can we just have Eric's how to survive this movie <laughs> and what you did wrong? <laughs> it's all it needs to be. Is Eric just saying, "This is what the fuck you did wrong." You went hey. upstairs. You should have went out the door. <laughs> There's a lot of just entry points. That's like, where I find a lot of convenience. Is they these wolves conveniently have to stop and recoup every now and then, and it's like. You know, yes, they're on. They're, they're they're shooting them and they're getting injured. But I mean, it's obviously not phasing them enough to the point where it's killing them. So, you know, I can understand. Dip back, go back. Like it seems like these wolves should be a lot more aggressive and getting in there and getting them taken out. But well, that's there's the, a long... that's the answer we're waiting on, Josh. Is why are they here in the first place? <laughs> why take the soldiers to the house? I can't find a reason. I'm I'm waiting for this revelation. Do we get it yet, Jay, or no? Nope. Okay. No, we got tons of the rest this of the movie to going talk to about. Off. If this pays off, I will be amazed. <laughs> I will. Even, even if it would pay off, it's not going to pay off. Because <laughs> you've already told yourself it's not going to pay off. Even if it would. Here is where we start to get this information from Megan, is she starts telling them, you know, I was here researching these things. I ended up. Lycanthropes. We call them werewolves. <laughs> I call them dog man. Dog man. <laughs> but, you know, she's she's telling again, you got Cooper being stubborn about all this. She's 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 telling him blatantly. I know there is real as you and me. But and by the end of the night, you will, too. And again, like what reasons he has to not believe what she's saying? I don't know, especially with everything he's seen so far. But yeah, she starts letting on here that she knows what's going on. She knows this family that live in this house. And this is where I, again, like Eric, start to get a little confused because when they get to the house, she plays coy. She says she doesn't know who lives here. Right. They get in the house, she finds out, oh, I know these people. They live here, blah, 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 blah. So yes, I am taken aback by Megan in this movie. And I think when the reveal happens with her, I'm like what the fuck is going on? What just happened? It should make sense. It's it's a reveal. What is it even revealing? I don't even know. Like, she's like, I saved you, but now I'm going to let you die. Like, what was the, she says she had let him in. She unlocked the door. Jason, you got, this is it. This is your no, time to show. No, because we still got like 30 minutes of the movie of tax. We haven't on? even talked about it yet. What is going on? I'm not talking about it until we get I'm there. Enraged. I'm not talking about it. When they the the wolves attack, it's like quiet before the storm. The wolves attack the house. We conveniently now have a sword that people just keep in their house. 
Yeah. yeah. Just like, hey, like, hey, I have a broadsword. I just keep it in the it's trunk Scotland. here in the living room. Yeah, People that's have true. swords yeah. there, right? I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. But the shot that Josh was talking about earlier is probably one of my favorite shots in the movie. They hear the wolves come in the windows upstairs, and we walk up. Wells is still knocked out in the bed, and then that wolf stands up uh-huh. in the corner of the room at the window, and that's like Josh was talking about earlier. We get the scale of how big they are compared to the bed. That yeah, he's they, look they look good. They look good. Dude, I mean – that's great. like the first time you get a full just yeah staining still body shot. I would love to see this on the Blu-ray to see like what it really looks like. Because my shit looked pretty bad, but it looked good on, on YouTube. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's a well-designed werewolf. I mean, even in other movies like uh well, we get like was that American Werewolf in Paris where it was all CGI. Uh-huh. Well, Neil Neil Marshall had said in an interview that they made the conscious decision not to do any CGI because it was being overused a lot at this time. So oh, yeah. He, I mean, you've got freaking episode one coming out around here. Yeah. Right? Or actually episode two around this time. I think episode one had already happened. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he was just like, you know, we want to go full practical here. And that was a good decision. I mean, if I could imagine if this had CG werewolves in it, it would not be as good a werewolf movie. Oh, no. Dude, it was, yeah, it would have been bad. I mean, like I said, I think the majority of their budget went to the practical effects for the werewolves. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's several of them. So they're obviously not just one werewolf used over and over. They just kind of painted the hair a different color. I mean, when that we get to the one part where they all walk in the room, there's several. I even question sometimes if they use real dogs in place of them in certain spots. Like there's one shot where there's a wolf in a vehicle that lunges towards someone when they open the back. The wolf face looks like a real dog to me. When when he's sitting there in, in the car and, and there's the breath over his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of when I have Gus in the car. And, <laughs> and he's but sitting does, behind me panting on the back of my neck, you know? But does Gus try to eat your face? Yeah, you yeah. turn around and it's a cute little... Uh... Oh, he's killed me multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in his primal brain back there he's like i could totally eat you right yeah now. he thought about it <laughs> i can tell i do like that part where they get the whole like they're trying to figure out because obviously the wolves are smart they know how to open doors they're the way they're attacking them you they know, know like how you said, to pull they, zippers yeah they know how to pull zippers that's the whole thing is like they're not just a monster they actually right. have some of their human you know yeah. thoughts to them that they know how to operate and know what that's why I said I think they're playing with their food per se for all of this. Is this the revelation that we've no, been waiting no, for? No, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. I can't, I can, I can't wait. Yeah, here's where they start putting together this plan of trying. She, you know, Megan does tell them, "Oh, there's a car out in the." Again, she didn't know what the what the house was when they got there, but she's like, "Oh, there's a car out in the garage. Can you hotwire it?" <laughs> and they make this plan to go out and hotwire this car. And that's another cool scene in this. Dude, yes. And oh. when, he, when he goes in there and hot wires that car and the lights come on and you see the one holding the, the guy that they started. Yes, holding him in, in his arms when he snatched him out of the house and <laughs> proceeds to bite. Oh, no, Terry. What you doing, <laughs> Terry? Terry, I ain't my dog. Ten, t- t- he bites his fucking head off and throws it at the car. Yeah, that is great. That is great. I, I, I love that moment in the shed or barn or whatever. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not loving the plan. Uh, you're sending one guy out to distract uh, mm-hmm. and then run the other guy out. Okay, distraction. We just talked about this in the sandlot. I suggested it as a plan and criticized that they didn't try that, right? Right. 
we're also dealing with a large dog. But <laughs> why climb out the second story window? Why not just let him out the, the ground floor to run out with the flare? Or when, I mean, there's certainly back doors, windows, anything, but he's got to climb back up to the top floor. I don't know. None of this makes sense to me. It's not, I just feel like a, 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 a force of military could do better. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but that's what, again, right there where you're talking about Josh, like he's to me, that's hilarious because the werewolf bites his head off, holds it, looks at the car and goes, <laughs> Yeah. Throws it right at the car. Like, come on, that's hilarious. Yeah, I can movie. see that as like a, a comedic beat. Sure. Yeah, I I love when he gets to the house and he goes, "You're behind me, aren't you?" Like that shit's. <laughs> I like that a lot. I also like when they open the door and all the blood pours out. Like yeah. the, the blood oh. I've been pooling in there. And that's, that's a great. And that's the shot I'm talking about, where the dog in the back looks like a real dog to me when it comes and lunges towards them. I um, agree. The the faces of the werewolves look very natural like a dog like and, a wolf and before all of this goes down when cooper and one of the other guys goes out to kind of scout out and they find the car demolished that's when you get those panning shots of them on the tree line and you see the wolves silhouetted in the woods i love yeah. those shots those are really good yeah the shadowy oh man I, and that's when you know megan looks out the window because we don't know what megan's story is and she sees them standing at the tree line yeah. and they're like they're conversating they're walking by each other and stopping and then they they're like nosing and then walk away yeah they're they're not dumb animals they know what they're doing well we'll see how dumb or not dumb they are when you tell us what your what your theory well, before is that let's get to you're gonna need a bigger quote jason Give me some taglines here. Oh, there was actually three, but it was stupid. I didn't even want to write it down. No, I, I want the stupid ones now. <laughs> Just my give favorite them to me. Ones, yeah, bro. <laughs> dude, it was it was like two paragraphs long. Okay, my hand was tired. Uh, taglines: A bitch of a werewolf movie. I kind of like that one, but it's eh. six soldiers, full moon, no chance. So many taglines are like that, yeah. where it's like a list. It's like six soldiers. A thing and a thing. Like <laughs> it's like it's like tagline 101. Like, oh, what should we make tagline? Oh, make a list of things. Four guys, some ghosts, <laughs> and a proton pack or some shit. You know, like a list of the characters, the, the problem, <laughs> yeah, and the potential solved the problem. Yeah. <laughs> but I was a I was a little worried going into this that I wouldn't be able to get any any uh, quotes out of it. But I think there's some. Oh, pretty, dude, I got some quotes. Yeah, there, I think That's there's some quotes, pretty good lines man. here. When they first get deployed onto the into the woods, and well, uh, Wells is making his speech to everybody, uh, he said, "I expect nothing but gratuitous violence from the lot of you." I like that. Yeah. I like that line. Yeah, he sure. says, if there's any contact. Yeah. yeah. I believe it's Cooper. It tells Ryan to, you sit, stay. And that's <laughs> yeah. kind of before he's revealed to be a werewolf. But, yeah. you know, it's kind of a little winky wink. Uh, I like it when the one guy goes upstairs when they first get to the house. Little pigs, little pigs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. uh, when they ask Wells how he's doing, he says, how are you feeling, Wells? He says, oh, I got a touch of gas with his <laughs> intestines falling out. <laughs> <laughs> when they find Captain Ryan's camp and they decide that all this shit's going to go down, uh, another line from Wells here is, so if Little Red Riding Hood shows up with a bazooka and a bad attitude, I expect you to chin the bitch. <laughs> I like Terry right before he gets drug out the window. Uh, dogs, more like pussies. Yeah. And then they pull him out the freaking window. Yeah, he had that coming. You kind of knew it was. He's standing next to a window. You get a one-liner. You're dead. Yeah, exactly. My 
again, a military guy, trained guy, standing with his back to the window after they just they just fought off this attack. And you're going to put your back to a, a window? Uh-huh. I mean, come on, dude. Come on. I mean, I know this is a horror movie and that's what people do. But again, when you have a horror movie and you have soldiers, I expect better. Um, and that's it. Uh, I have another one. I hope you. I I hope I give you the shits. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking wimp. You fucking wimp. That's what it was. Yeah. I can't. I can't remember who said that. That was spoon. That was spoon. Yeah, spoon. No, that, oh, that was spoon. That's yeah, right. that was when spoon. There is no spoon. And that and that Matrix. and that, ladies and gentlemen, is a reference to the Matrix. The Matrix. Unlike. I'll be back as a reference to the Terminator. Dude, Fuck you, you guys. You're out of your mind. I cannot believe you're stand, you're doubling down on that. that I'm sticking to it, my friends. Uh, oh my god, you're hey, crazy. Here at the end, without giving too much away, it says, uh, "You licking your own balls yet?" Oh, I forgot you don't have any. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> when she's trying to tell Cooper what's going on, and he's like, "All I know is that they're the enemy," and she says, "This is no ordinary enemy." I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then um, once they start to accept the fact that there are werewolves here, um, she she poses the question, well, if they're real, what else is real? You know, it opens up this whole different line right. of thinking. It's like, oh, there are werewolves. The what the fuck else is there? Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. Does God exist? And when I think it's Spoon comes up through the window after this ambush attack that we were just talking about, she tells him, get your ass in the window, soldier. So she, she cusses at him as he's coming through the window. And when he gets in, he's like, I love it when a posh babe talks dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Their banter, the English slang, and this sort of thing. Dude, it's great. Like Josh was saying, you probably would have been better if we watched it with subtitles. Yeah, you would just you would understand the dialogue a little bit better. I mean, it's... If you're, you know, paying close attention to it, it's fine. It's just, but if, if you're like me and you get, you know, distracted by some things, it's easier to kind of look up and see what they're saying as opposed to trying to figure it out. Do you see something shiny? Like a dog? Squirrel! <laughs> That's what they needed. They just need to yell squirrel. The werewolves would have ran off in the forest. I love when there is attacks on them. There seems to be a big sense of urgency when they happen. You know, we do have these sporadic moments that are just chill but when the attacks happen, they really do seem to have some good action and urgency to them. And I think that comes across really well. Well, particularly the final attack. Yeah. Gets quite good. Now, now are, are we there yet? We are pretty Mom, much Dad, there. Are we there yet? And well, the th- well, the thing is, is we get where Captain Ryan actually finally explains to them what they were there for. Yeah. Tells them what's going on. Also, the revelation that Megan knows who the fuck Ryan is. Yeah, he gets they know each other. She's yeah. not and Cooper yeah. hands her a gun after he learns that, which is stupid. <laughs> Another stupid decision. By Cooper. He goes, Oh, you've been lying to me the whole time. You know this guy? Here's a gun. <laughs> Shoot me in the back. Right Here's the you. keys. Here, let me give you the keys. I gave her he gave uh her his lucky rabbit's foot that rabbit's foot is such a fucking wet noodle like it, it's just like it's just it's there but it serves no purpose like no, that leads back to nothing other than the fact that he gives it to her and turns out he is like <laughs> falling for her like yeah. oh yeah and it, that's what it pretty much was yeah yeah i mean i but but yeah i mean captain so, ryan tells yeah. them they were expendable they were the bait 
they were there to catch the one werewolf because that's the whole idea where he said there was only supposed to be one. Right. And, the British were, government wanted gonna to weaponize, weaponize werewolves. Okay, right. I get that. I get and then that. he changes and becomes dickhead werewolf. That was a surprise to him, I can only assume, that he didn't realize that if he got attacked and survived, he would turn into yeah. a werewolf. I think he starts to feel that, though. I think he starts oh, to sure realize. I'm sure he realizes it ahead of time. Yeah, but like, yeah. You know, originally he doesn't know. Like when they find him, he thinks he's dying. Like, right? I don't think that's an act in the beginning. Well, that's where Cooper told him. He said, "Wow, you were, you can barely stand or about." That's when they ripped the bandages off, and he's totally healed. So they knew he was changing. Yes. So and he was becoming one of the other ones, and then that's the same thing that happens with Wells. You know, when they finally get Wells up out of bed and everything, he's feeling better too. And they point that out, mm-hmm. right? That he's doing better, so therefore. He's going to change too. So, I mean, he takes his bandages off and he's completely healed. He don't even have a scar. Yeah. That's a, that's a good exchange. I think it's between Cooper and spoon is, you know, he's like, what about the Sarge? Cooper's like, what about the Sarge? She's like, he's one of us. Yeah. Sarge is with us. Cooper's dumb, bro. Well, Cooper's like, let's go out and save Terry. Cooper, are you (laughs) kidding me? Yeah, Terry's Cooper, dead. Every decision Cooper makes yeah. is garbage. I'm well, just going to call out Cooper right now. Well, he's the, too much of a he's 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 he can't make the hard decisions like Wells says. Well, the decision to do what they do in this final act is all put into effect due to Megan. So, Jason, please enlighten us. Well, OK, they blow up the house. Just kidding. I don't care. I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> um, well, OK, good night, folks. <laughs> It was over. They send the propane tech out to blow it up. That's when Cooper and them have this revelation that obviously she knew the people in the house. And the reason why she's not in the pictures is because she took the pictures. Well, no, I mean, yes, that is established here, but that is not a revelation to him until she reveals herself. That's the thing, dude, is like she has played this game throughout the entire movie of helping them and and all of this. She's helping pull people in through the window. She's flashing this she's taking photos of these werewolves shooting one of them multiple times with a weapon and she knows he can't hurt them she knows that you can't hurt them why does she save them in the forest tell me okay do you realize when they were in the truck when she first picked them up hey are you the rescue team she says it the first time and she mentions it again uh, do you y'all have like basically she says are you you're not the, the extraction team there isn't somebody coming no and she realized this and she's helping them out. She can't, she wanted to get out. And then when she realized, remember, she says this right before the reveal, I thought you had a chance, but now I'm seeing there's, there, you have no chance. So therefore, and she says, and of all the women you could pick, I'm a bitch. And it's that time of the month. She wanted out. The family didn't want her to leave. She wanted to leave. She is part of the family. That's why she'd asked him, are you here to leave? I think she was trying to take herself away. She wanted to be that part of the family. You know, you have family that stays and lives the life. She didn't want to be there no more. She said, I didn't ask to be this way and be part of this family. I want to be out of here. She did not want to be there. She thought they were her way out of that area. She is that daughter that doesn't want to stay in the hometown. She wants to go to California and be a musician. She wants out. She did not ask for this life. <laughs> actually, actually, that's not bad, Jason. That's no. not bad. I'll give you some credit for that. She thought that she was leaving. <laughs> and and I think that's why they destroyed the, the, the other werewolves. Trombone. <laughs> yeah, that's why the other werewolves destroyed the truck. 
they didn't want her to leave. They know she wanted to leave. They didn't that want her actually to. is decent. That's a decent explanation. And I'm going to give you a little credit for that. Yeah. And when she said that, Hey, I see I'm fucked. You guys can't get me out of here. She said, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to eat you. I'm done. So why? So once the car didn't, once the car plan didn't work, she realized it's and over. They all I might as well let them in. Yeah. yeah. yeah there, there was no way. And she said, that's why I have the key. They were, they were, they could have got in from the cellar at any time, but she had the door locked. They had a somewhat of a fighting chance to last till daylight and they didn't because if they would have lasted till daylight, maybe they could have walked her out of there and she could have survived and she could have went on to do whatever she could have. Like maybe they, she wanted to go and it's actually a goddamn decent answer, Jason. Well, and, and I picked up on that to be completely honest, but I wanted to have Jason give his explanation, but there are still some problems here because if she didn't want to be a part of this and forgive me, like this, I believe at some point during this, she states that the people that live in this house are the werewolves. And when they're not wolves, they're very decent people. People. Yeah. But we see on this last attack that they have been storing bodies in the cellar. They're making human, human, human stew. Um, There's, you know, skeletons scattered throughout the house. You so, have to assume they're not in wolf form, like cooking stew, right? No, like, no. They're, like and, people. And they're humans during and, the day. And that's my point: is they know during when they're not when when they're not the lycanthrope that they've got to do these things. So therefore, if Megan was so unhappy being a wolf and knew that these guys had no chance against them with their weapons and whatnot, why wouldn't she wolf out and help them in that form? Well, why isn't she wolfed out in the first place? Right. And like, like, I mean, well, I, I kept wondering if Wells was going to wolf out and fight the wolves as like a good wolf. Right. But I don't think you can. I don't think I you think. can be a good wolf, right? Yeah, so I don't think you can. why wasn't she a wolf? They said, it. you know, like Wells turned, Ryan turned. Why didn't she turn? I don't know. Maybe until it had right at the end there. Maybe that's what she's talking about. It's that time of the month. Maybe it has also, something to do maybe, with the cycle. Also, she cuts her hand. Like, what's the whole thing with the hand cut? Like, well, I kept waiting for something to happen with that. I read I read that there was some sort of a plan yeah. for a sequel to this. Yeah, the sequel. Yeah, that's what that's about. And the cut on her hand was supposed to lead into a sequel somehow. I don't really know what the context of that is. That's just what I read. But that yeah. is a little bit of a misdirect there is when she cuts her hand on the window. It's like, what was the point of all of that? Like, that doesn't make any mm-hmm. like you. You don't have to have that there. Because, well, you're you know, waiting for you're waiting for it to heal up fast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and pretty much. You never see it, right. so I guess maybe it's to throw you off. Yeah, because Cooper I, I wrapped it up really well. I mean, you wouldn't have seen it, right? Heal up, and she knew it wasn't going to hurt. I mean, she didn't even say "ouch" or anything. She just kind of looked at it like, I don't know. It, w- that reveal just falls flat for me. Yeah. I, it just doesn't totally make sense. Ryan's motivations don't make total sense that's I don't know. honestly I, another reason i watched this movie a few times before the podcast is because i was trying to figure out what this big reveal with megan was because it is it, it seems to blindside me well it's it's you know. sold in the film as like a big revelation yeah like when it happens and they walk in behind her you're like you're supposed to be like holy shit it all makes sense now but it it doesn't feel that way for me. Like I, I said, mean, maybe that, multiple yeah. watches would help. But. Yeah. Well, like I, that's to say, that's the only thing I can get is she didn't want to be there anymore. She said it was 50 plus kilometers to the next place. Maybe they that wouldn't even let her. 
Yeah, maybe they wouldn't even let her leave. I mean, she had the car and stuff like that. They didn't want her to leave. They would find reasons. Because like she said, they were decent people during the day. She didn't want to leave her family. So if 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 she wanted- are they her family? Does she come here? Is she saying family, quote unquote, like since she's been turned now, they're her fam- new family? Maybe they says, become I think it become part of the family, right? I think like, it's she it was really turned, is yeah. a biologist, right? right. Zoologist like, yeah, she- that really did come to learn about. Yeah, and she was working with Captain Ryan, and I think that's what she thought is like she could get out because that she she was working with Ryan, so he, they knew that they were going to be bringing people in to try to capture one. Uh-huh. So maybe she could get out; she could be that one and go out of this place. She didn't want to be there anymore. But then you so. have a threat of a werewolf. Like if she really wanted to get out and she knew of Ryan, why didn't Ryan just take her? If she's well, a fucking werewolf, she, I don't think he knew <laughs> that she ding. was. I don't think he knew she was a werewolf. I, I just there's if it's a full moon, she should be turned through this night, right? That's the big thing. Like everyone else is turning, Ryan's turning, Wells is turning. Why isn't she? She does turn eventually, but like after them, like why after them? Like I don't know. It, it, she's turned before, right? We have to assume she's already been here. She's already been a werewolf before at this oh, yeah. point. Oh, definitely. She's, so why is she able to be human for this long? Why not? Why not get in the car and just drive off with them in the car to begin with? Why go back to the house to begin with? Yeah, like I said, it's just I don't know. I know you don't. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I know more than you. You had. <laughs> I quit. Eric's mean. <laughs> Even though he just told me that was a pretty good idea. It was. It was. No, you. I. I, I was. I still mean that. I. I think I didn't pick up on all that, and that's good stuff. But the, then, as I like redigest that information, I start to have like new questions. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it doesn't totally add up. A lot of horror movies don't. I mean, you know, we can nitpick all day, but I. I, I think the, the the script isn't as tight as it could be as far as logic and motivations and stuff like that but this final battle through the house of everyone trying to survive yeah. is it makes good. the film yeah like the geography of the house like burrowing through walls dropping through the floor like yeah all that stuff is pretty rad and by this point i like cooper even though he's dumb but i really like wells i'm like rooting for wells and it's it's a sad moment to know that, you know, Wells isn't going to make it out of this, even though he's healed and everything like he's going to have to stay back and, and defend, you know, th- at least make a distraction for Cooper to get away. Well, I love this whole uh, back and forth with Spoon downstairs with the one wolf and he fucking kicks it and kicks the tooth out and it goes into the wall. <laughs> Dude, he fist fights a werewolf. Like yeah. These things are tearing up. <sighs> like cars metal like just gnarled metal and this dude just squares up with these yeah. <laughs> with dude. a werewolf in the kitchen i actually this is probably my favorite part of the movie dude i love it when he the one he knocks the one and he takes that knife and he goes yeah he just starts stabbing the living shit out of it i was like holy crap so but i like he does all that stabbing and then the wolf just stands up and looks at him right in the eye like that whole that whole fight with him and the and that wolf downstairs is awesome. I agree. That that's like once this sequence starts where you got Cooper and Wells upstairs, they're trying to get away. You've got Spoon stuck in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. All this crazy shit starts going down. Then I'm like, 
oh, I can see why Jason likes this movie now. Like, <laughs> it's really starting to click. I mean, up to this point, it was like, okay, fine, B, you know, type shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, once this hits and shit is hitting the fan, like I'm like, it, like you say, when he's stabbing, like this shit is getting crazy. This is getting nuts, right? Yeah. It kind of reminds me of it now that I now I'm thinking of the descent where the one girl just kind of snaps at the end and becomes kind of a badass, you know? Right. You mentioned the geography of the house because you've got Coop in one room, you've got Wells in the other in the bathroom, held up like spraying the spray, uh, the hairspray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who and didn't then, do that as a kid? I, never, I did. I never tried it. I was oh, a little dude. afraid of that one. But my uh, mom always told me a story about a kid that did that and it blew up in his face, and he had like you know horribly burned mm. face. Or, or, or something so i was always terrified of doing it but i still tried it yeah i still did it you know you guys gas. ever uh you guys ever put your hand in rubbing alcohol and light it on fire yeah, fire yeah. oh yeah that's a good one too i haven't yeah. tried that either <laughs> oh you should do it Josh, do it tonight you it right after do it in your bathroom and then you can just you know you can take it in underwater pour it over your hand rubbing alcohol listeners try this try at home, this at home. <laughs> josh totally just try it set yourself on fire try it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, you want to okay. have some running water nearby, you know, so in hey. case you, you you catch fire. Actually, one time I did it and it wouldn't go out. You know, usually you kind of shake your hand, it goes out. One time I did it, shake my hand, didn't go out, shake my hand again, still on fire. You want to be careful when you light yourself on fire, I should yeah. say. I mean, uh, and probably just for legal reasons, I should say, don't light yourself on fire. On fire. <laughs> uh, when I, mean, I said, try this at home, I was joking. Don't light yourself on fire. Yeah, ask Kane Hodder. It's great to set, set yourself on fire <laughs> without professional people around and everything. I mean, and he still sets himself on fire in movies. I can't believe that. So, but yeah, dude, I like it when uh, the two of them are in the bathroom, he gets over in the, and then they bust through the hole in the wall and you see the werewolf stick his head out of the door like a doggy door. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, look at and they're like putting everything on top of it, but uh, they, they hide in the wardrobe. Let's hide in the wardrobe. Yeah. I'm like, why would we hide? And, but when they get in there, it's full of freaking skeletons. Yeah, it looks like fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre on the bottom of this wardrobe. <laughs> yep. Looking yep. down. And why and why? I mean, who yeah, why is why, why yeah. would they put all the bones in the wardrobe? I mean, they see every the rest of the house is relatively normal. I mean, if I I cook beef, I don't keep beef bones in my wardrobe, right? Like I don't keep chicken bones in my closet. They're animals, man. I mean, you just, I, you know, I just <laughs> they're Scottish. Maybe but Scottish I, people do that. But I I really like when they get down into the kitchen and and Wells is telling Cooper, "You got to go. You got to go. I'm not going to make it out of here." When he starts, you know his actions going through the kitchen are awesome. Like he's starting to feel that he's changing. Yeah, I think he's, he's fighting he, it. Yeah. yeah. He, like he's fighting the metamorphosis that's happening, but he grabs the pots of water and throws them in the oven to blow the fire out. He's setting this fucking place up to blow. And yep. I really like that. And I like when they converge on him and all of a sudden it's, yeah, his lighter doesn't work. And then he gets to use the starter. It's just a nice little extra moment. Yeah. And this house fucking goes up, dude. Like this yeah, is one of the best house, best fucking house <laughs> explosions I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I, I think it was a miniature. Well, either way, well, it, on YouTube it looked real. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I don't totally understand how the floorboards and the yeah cellar didn't blow up. That's what I was with, about like, to the get entire to. House, uh-huh. house, but. Haven't you seen any action movie or a horror movie? The basement never explodes. It's only everything from the floor up. You know, because they always say, hey, I'm going to blow this up. Get in the basement. 
there's basements that like go like full on underground kind of a thing. And then there's like this where it's like Cooper's under there and you can see the light coming through the ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, there's just some wooden planks there. Why wouldn't those explode? The whole like concrete building explodes, but those wooden floor planks are I, fine. Because gas is going to fall. It's going to go through the floorboards into the basement. So he should have been burned yeah. at least somewhat like a flash. Right. Burn. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do like though, that we get sort of a bonus showdown like that moment enough was good, mm-hmm. but then you get the bonus of, we got werewolf Ryan here with, you know, it's, it's a bonus that we've got <clears throat> werewolf Ryan here, but we've also got the fact that, uh, I don't know if it was spoon or coop that stuck the sword through his torso and it's still, still there. there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His dog tags are still on him. I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't. No. Um, but that shot when he's fighting with Cooper and he pulls Cooper too, and that sword dude. starts to go in between his teeth. Oh, that dude. shit is dude. dope. Dude, that still reminds me of American History X with the teeth on the concrete. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. That reminds me of that where you can hear the metal on his teeth and then the concrete. Oh, God. I'm like, my teeth were hurting. I'm like, hey. Yeah, that's but, a great shot. I love the sound there. That's gnarly. But we didn't sure. mention the campers at the beginning with their little gift, uh, the gift giving here where yeah. she gives the him knife. the little silver knife and, you know, has that a letter ob- opener. obligatory yeah. line drop of, oh, be careful, it's silver. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. Jenny and I were watching it and Jenny goes, well, that's going to come back later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not really the ideal material to make any kind of knife out of. But right. We forgot about the dog. The dog watched Spoon yeah. get eaten off the floor. They're looking at him. Then yeah. he he saves Cooper right here. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the payoff with with Ryan and Cooper from the beginning, right? Yeah, the, you know, exactly. Cooper's a dog person, and the dog which is saves his him. only saving grace because he's dumb as shit. But he's a dog person. One little bit I wanted to bring up when I was digging for this movie is all the dead bodies in there were uh, used and created for the movie Event Horizon. Ooh, they reused them in this movie. All right. Now, does anybody you because you had the subtitles? What does he say? Because I still cannot make out what he says to him when after he stabs him with the silver knife into the chest or whatever, and he pulls the gun out. He says something to him. I could not make it. I kept rewinding it and it the words ran together. You think it's all over? It is now is what he says. Okay. The YouTube version, I cannot make out what he says because all the sound just kind of roll over top of each other. Well, I mean, we've gotten to the end of this bad boy. He just shot Dog Ryan in the right between the eyes. And does that kill him if he's got a, a silver? He's got a silver in him, and that's bad. So I guess it'll continue to kill him if it, probably it makes him not immune. Or that's another or, question I have about Megan is like they shoot her in the head before all this shit goes off before she's actually transformed. So is that supposed to kill her? Are the other werewolves even dead after the explosion? Right. Well, it shows their, their face. Uh, when the explosion happens, one of them's face is being ripped apart as the explosion goes. Oh, huh. okay. It does yeah. show that like a close up of it going like the face. So is I coming guess, apart. you know, kind of like vampires, like fire will work. Okay, hold on. Is it like Monster Squad where they blew up the Wolfman and then his body just pulled back together? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I mean, maybe. We roll credits here. Cooper's walking away with his dog, yeah. which I do love. I do yeah. love that Cooper and his dog, as a dog lover, I just, you know, of course. I like this stuff in the credits. Did you watch into the credits? Well, yeah. yes, this is, I did. And and it's the 
it's the pictures, it's the photos taken by Megan throughout this, which yep. again makes me wonder, you know, I, I, what was the motivation here? You know, you're, you're using the flash as a weapon, right? Cause oh, yeah. they have night vision. Obviously a flash will blind them for a second. That makes sense. Yeah. But you're taking photos. Is she really like, my point is she's clicking, pulling, clicking, pulling. She's taking photos. I mean, this is revealing werewolves. Yeah, maybe that's what she wanted to do. She wanted to let the world know they are real. We see the newspaper. It doesn't appear like it's it's a guy claiming. I mean, obviously, photos wouldn't even it's like the National anyone. Enquirer here. No, right, yeah. right, right. Well, there was a note somebody had had written online that you know because of the reveal that we get with Megan, the reason she's doing this is because she is one of them and she doesn't want to hurt them, so she's using the flash instead of shooting at them. I don't know where her where her rationale changes when she guns that one down later. But that's why that's apparently somebody's reasoning for her using the, the camera flashes. She doesn't want to hurt them because she knows they're maybe, people. Maybe the one she was shooting was the father. The one had bit her. Now she had to stay. She's like, fuck you. I hate you. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> that's why I'm I fucking stuck here. I saw somebody uh, make a joke online that the most unbelievable part of this was that England beat Germany. <laughs> I was going to say, did you guys see that they reveal the score to the yeah. game in the bin? It's like five to one, too. That's crazy. That, yeah, that, that, whoa, that's a beatdown. I do like when they find out when uh, when Ryan actually transforms and they're fighting with him and then he finally gets away. But I think it's Spoon or one of the other soldiers throws something and goes, fetch <laughs> yeah that was another yeah. spot that was another spot where jenny laughed out loud it does work to distract the yeah. dog too yeah <laughs> yeah they should have tried to distract the dogs you know they should have gone hello <laughs> who's there come in do the whole thing like hey my dogs are barking right now <laughs> yeah yeah hey i just go hey there's somebody at the door there's yeah. somebody at the door come on who wants a treat we'll go to the park <laughs> You'll go for a walk. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Talk kills. Well, I already mentioned mine, and it's the 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 wolf in the barn with the one soldier, and when he bites his head off and throws it at the car, that's by far my favorite kill in this movie. That's pretty good. That's pretty That's, good. What I really I, like about it is, I mean, you've you've got these uh, you've got these lights that shine onto them, and you see this whole reveal of the wolf holding the the soldier. But it right. goes to a close up of his face where the hand is wrapped it's, around yeah. his face, and you can see the like claws. This? Right. Oh, I love yeah. that shot. And then we proceed with the gory details of ripping his head off and whatnot. But that's definitely my favorite favorite one. Does anybody have anything different? Mm. that's a good one that's um, uh, probably the that's best. a good one josh i'm trying to think i'll pick a different one uh i'm gonna go with ryan's death at the end yeah shot between the eyes no no well i don't want to pick more than one because it's not gonna leave too many for jason here but i also love the kill in the car uh just mainly the aftermath of the kill with the blood pouring out yeah that's open the, the door I mean, that's really the two that I had scribbled down was the one that's one of my favorite shots yeah, of the whole movie. Yeah, is the it's one a great shot. I I mean, I and just love copious amounts of blood. And then the, the whole scene of the car with the, you're behind me, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, that I mean, that's whole, another, that's another, you know, comedic beat as well. 
Yeah, I think those are the, probably the two best. I mean, I'm trying to think of the other ones that I like that would be. I mean, it's oh, come on. The guy running into the tree lamb he's got to be the yeah. best one, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just because his name is Bruce Campbell, that makes it awesome. <laughs> that That's why he, he should have been the one in there instead of Spoon stabbing the wolves. He should have been badass down there with a chainsaw cutting up people in the freaking kitchen. That would have been great. On that note, good to Ben Ugly. The good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> perfect i like it eric well jason this was your pick you go first for good the bad and the ugly my good uh it's a werewolf movie uh that's <laughs> all it takes to qualify for good for jason this has got to be a werewolf movie. <laughs> just the subject matter no because there are some bad ones aka we i mentioned american werewolf in paris that i don't I, uh, <laughs> uh let's see uh my good uh course to werewolf design and effects like mm-hmm. I said, I think the majority of their budget went to that. I mean, still had some good acting in the movie from uh, like Wells and stuff like that. But I think the design and effects of the, the werewolf, it's its probably easily a top 10 in my favorite werewolf looks. I'd, put it, I'd probably put it in a top, Maybe top five. Yeah, yeah the top five. I'd have at a least. hard time naming yeah. 10 werewolf movies, honestly. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's easy. Uh, let's see. Uh, I like that it's funny, but it's not overboard. It's not too campy. It's got a little bit in there, even though Eric said it wasn't funny. But, I mean, come on. The werewolf holding the head and looking and then throwing it at the car. Come on. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, Real knee slapper. Yeah, the uh, some of the drama, like when, you know, he's telling the story about his friend and the reason why he had the devil tattoo and all this stuff. And then him talking about his wife with Connor and all those guys like that. I mean, it's a little touching moments here and there, but it's not too much. And then it's a great blend of action and horror in this movie. It wasn't just all blood and guts. You got, you know, a little bit of action movie, you know, kind of like predator. Like you said, it has a little alien and predator feel to it. Sure. Sure. Uh, my bad. Um, like I said, it has a rough look, which I think, Maybe it's kind of what he was wanting. He wanted it to be rough. I don't know. Maybe he didn't have the budget for that. That's the biggest thing about it is, was it a stylistic choice or was it just because of the budget? So I, no I, I wasn't able no to way. find, I wasn't able to find any definitive information on yeah. that. No, so. there's gritty and then there's yeah. just, you know, I, I think this might be a, I'm curious. I tried to Google it while we were on here, but I think yeah. this might be a case of just like a, an early digital film. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's just a shame that um, it's not. Some of the edits and cuts they're very blunt it just stops for one scene and just goes to something kind of like how when they have a movie it was a tv movie and then they make it a regular movie where it has the stops and then into the next scene well a couple um, of times. it was a tv movie in the united states jason you don't want to you don't want to admit it but uh it, it was a tv movie but it was a theatrical release in the uk but i'm just saying like a standard like salem's lot that was only on tv to later come out on I'm TV. just giving you shit man if, if, if this were what all TV movies were like I would be on board <laughs> yeah but uh am I ugly it's of course fucking Ryan being a dick and shooting the dog in the beginning I Hell hate yeah. that fucking guy I'm yeah, glad jerk. I'm glad he became a dog and got shot between the eyes yep. yep so he got to know what it felt like that's my that's my only ugly Rock it out. We go to Eric, first yep. time watcher. We're gonna throw it over to the Eric Meister. Okay. Well, my good is uh, teeth sword. Teeth sword. Sword in the mouth. Teeth. 
Sword in the mouth teeth is where I'm at. And uh, yeah, that's I mean that's that's like the thing in this movie that is better than anything else. And I I really like the burrowing through the walls. That, that final like chase through the house is is, is good. Stuff. The third act is the good for you. Yeah. 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 Essentially. Um, yeah. Bad. I'm gonna say is yeah. The Megan reveal just doesn't quite add up to me. Um, and ugly is uh, well, it just didn't look very good. The effects were good. Uh, the cinematography was not. And yeah. again, I watched this on YouTube, so maybe I'm, you know, but it's I can't judge it other than how I watched it. It, it was on YouTube. It was compressed. It looked bad. Uh, maybe that's not the filmmaker's fault. But my good is the location and the idea of having soldiers you know, in the woods and basically the whole predator aspect of it works really well for a werewolf movie for me. I think that's pretty good. Uh, the, the best thing here for me though, is the decisions they made with the wolves in the movie. I think it was a good design for the werewolves. I think it was good that they kept them out of frame for the majority of the movie. When you saw them, you didn't see them for an extended amount of time. So you didn't get to see the, the, the man behind the curtain too much with the wolves. And I think that really helps the movie quite a bit. Um, my bad is Ryan shooting the dog and the ugly is the look of the film. So pretty much the same thing as Eric. So yeah, dog deaths are not good. I mean, like I said, I was already like beginning of this film. I wasn't, I'd never seen it. I wasn't into it five minutes in blam. We blow a dog away. I was like, this is going to be rough, but yeah. it, it really did pick up at the end. Jason, I'm glad you recommended it. I'm glad I watched it. Uh, it was enjoyable. Hey, man. You're welcome, sir. Hey, man. We're just going to start an offshoot of VHS Files where Jason does werewolf movies. Just That's the it. werewolf section. Just werewolf section. <laughs> It'll just be Jason by himself talking <laughs> about werewolves. Oh. <laughs> now. That'll do it for our discussion here on the horror section about dog soldiers are... I don't know, fourth werewolf movie. Jason says we don't talk about werewolf movies, but this is like our third or fourth one, so... True. Uh, let's see. What all we done? I think we're good for a while. Yeah. What did we do? I can't remember. I'm old. We've done American Werewolf in London. We've done the Monster Squad. We've done Teen Wolf. We've done uh, there this one. So that's four. I think that's probably it. But yeah, we've done a handful of werewolf movies. So you can't say we haven't talked about werewolves. Okay. Teen Wolf is a campy teen movie. On it's the a main werewolf show. movie. About a werewolf. Yes. Hey, uh, Monster Squad is about all the movies, not a werewolf. It's movie. It's got a werewolf in it, so it's a werewolf uh, movie. The only werewolf movie we've done in my thing is American Werewolf in London. Well, so then you don't two. know about werewolf. Is movies. this not a werewolf movie, Jace? This is this is number two. Okay, so this is only the second werewolf. Yeah, okay, so the the Teen Wolf is not a werewolf movie. It has wolf in the <laughs> fucking title, my friend. Explain yourself. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's not ripping people apart, dude. He threw a bowling ball to the other end of the alley. That uh, was it. He ripped he ripped Mick's uh, tuxedo up a little bit. Yeah, he tore up that Whatever. tuxedo. He scratched the girl's back, too, remember? Yeah, I mean, he could tear some people up. Yeah. <laughs> he was tearing up Pamela Wells is what he was doing. That he was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Horror Section. Please check out our YouTube channel where you can see me talking about movies there as well as listening to this podcast and hearing me talk about them here. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. Give us a like and a thumbs up and all that good stuff. And until next time, be kind. Rewind. Rewind. Get the fuck out of here. Come on, do it again, Eric. You did a good one. That was a good hour earlier. It's over. 
You've been listening to the VHS Files Presents The Horror Section. We drop new episodes every Friday, so make sure you're subscribed and leave us a rating and a review wherever you get your podcast. Interact with us on all social media platforms at VHS Files Podcast. Email us your questions, comments, and movie suggestions at VHSFilesPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back. <laughs> That's all, folks. Like a chainsaw. Oh my god, you go there. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> my day keeps going this way. <laughs> well, they should have had Squirrel Girl in this movie. Eric is trying too hard. Yeah, trying. This. You're trying. I'm not trying. <laughs> That's why we're here, guys. I'm here to speculate. That's why I get paid the big bucks. <laughs> that's why. He's, that's why he's drinking the good whiskey tonight. That's right. Yes, and thumb in your ass. Yeah. Why? When he blows a dog. Yeah. Why? I need a break. Sorry, I got a call. Yeah. Why?